2 Corinthians chapter number 11, verses 23 through 27. When I finished my notes this morning, did the final edit, I looked and I realized that uh, it's quite a bit shorter in the number of pages than my normal set of notes. And that, that, somebody said, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, Lord. Whoever that was, you can just up your tithe. But I've, I, I know that we've spent some extra time in worship. But let me, let me tell you a little bit about my mindset when it comes to how we go about church. When God is touching people, we need to let God touch people. We don't need to be so married to a schedule and a clock that somebody that's hungry for God can't get what they need. And so while to the world and maybe denominationalism, it looks random and haphazard, it's not random and haphazard at all because at those moments, the hand of God is touching somebody's life and making a change. Amen. And so God knew all that was going to happen, so he gave me a shorter set of notes today. Now if he'll help me to follow them, that'll be the, that'll be the key. 2 Corinthians 11 and 23, are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool, I am more. In labors, more abundant. In stripes, above measure. In prisons, more frequent. In deaths, oft. Of the Jews, five times received I forty stripes, save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. That doesn't mean high. This is, this is 1611 English. You've got to make people today understand what you're talking about. It means they threw rocks at him until they thought he was dead. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day have I been in the deep. In journeyings often, in perils of water, in perils of robbers, in perils by my own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, and in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst in fastings often in cold and nakedness and that's quite a list right there isn't it I want to preach for a few minutes this morning on this thought I'm still here I feel like that's sort of what he was saying after that list. You did all that, devil, but I'm still here. Oh, thank God. Lord, have your way this morning. Minister to somebody. Pick somebody up. Deliver somebody. Set somebody free. 
Y'all let the, oh, I feel it right now. Holy Ghost, move in this place. Thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Thank you for standing. Miss Noella Rucundo sat in a car outside of a funeral in Melbourne, Australia, watching as the last few mourners filed out of the building. The group was leaving a funeral. They were leaving her funeral. Finally, she spotted her husband walking out of the service. She stepped out of the car and walked up to him, and she said, Surprise, I'm still alive. Five days earlier, he had ordered a team of hitmen to kill his wife of 10 years. Now here she was standing before him. He touched her shoulder to see if she was a ghost or if she was really there. When he found that she was solid, he jumped and started screaming. The husband ultimately pled guilty and was sentenced to prison for incitement to murder. I love what she told him. Surprise. I'm still alive. You had plans for my destruction. But surprise, I'm still alive. You thought you had me down. But surprise, I'm still alive. You thought you had your scheme made for my destruction. But surprise, I'm still alive. You never thought I'd make it, but I'm still here. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I feel like I'm going to minister to somebody in Jesus' name. The Apostle Paul was a dynamic presence in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. He founded churches and he fought devils. He established ministries and became hell's enemy number one. In short order, the devil began to devise ways to destroy the Apostle Paul. Time and again, Paul was attacked, his life endangered, but time and again he survived. Over and over, the devil tried to stop Paul. And over and over, God made a way when it looked like there was no way. In Acts 27, Paul was a prisoner on a ship and a hurricane came up in the sea. The ship was lost and Paul was cast away into the sea. Paul should have died in that stormy water, but God had a purpose for him. Can I just throw this out? If you want to survive some stuff, live your life in a way that God can still have a job for you to do. Amen. Paul should have died in the stormy sea, but God had a purpose for his life. The devil thought he had him, thought he had finally destroyed Paul in the ocean. He thought he had killed him, but Paul crawled out of the foaming salt water onto a sandy beach and spit out a mouthful of the briny water. And perhaps he coughed out the words, Devil, 
I'm still here. In the very next chapter, Paul was gathering a bundle of sticks to lay them on a fire. And when he began to put the wood on the fire, a dangerous life-stealing viper came out of the heat and fastened on Paul's hand. The people sat there waiting for him to die because they knew that it was a very poisonous snake. But Paul shook the viper off into the fire and under his breath, just maybe, he muttered, I'm still here. It was at 16 that Paul and Silas were beaten and put in a prison and without a doubt to be executed very shortly. But at the midnight hour, the Bible said Paul and Silas praised and sang praises to God. It's not really part of my message, but maybe I could just throw in right now that if you'll learn how to praise God regardless of your circumstances, if you'll praise Him when it's dark and it looks like there's no hope, if you'll praise Him when all of other kingdoms come against you, it might just be that your jailhouse will be shaken by the power of God. At the midnight hour as they praise God, suddenly the jailhouse shook and the chains fell off. And I don't know what song they might have been singing, but it might have said something like, I'm still here, devil, and I haven't quit yet. Another time he angered the Jews by preaching about Jesus. And in Acts 14, the Bible said that there came thither certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium who persuaded the people and having stoned Paul, drew him out of the city, supposing he had been dead. Howbeit, as the disciples stood round about him, he rose up and came into the city and the next day departed. When the Jews stoned someone, they took the biggest rocks they could find at hand and they hurled them at the person that they were attacking. They didn't just throw a few. According to history, they piled them upon that person until you couldn't see them anymore. The Apostle Paul, under a pile of stones, the perpetrators left supposing him to be dead. Someone drug his body out of the city. The Bible said, the Bible said supposing he had been dead. But while the apostles gathered around him, while they be began to look, planning to preach his funeral, while they were standing, planning his funeral, the Bible said that he rose up. I'm telling you that standing in front of his shocked friends, I wonder if he said, don't cry, I'm still here. Time and again, Paul was attacked. And time and again, Paul refused to quit. After many years, Paul was speaking to the church at Corinth and he summarized his trials for them. He said, I was in labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequent, in deaths oft. He said, over and over, the enemy thought that he had killed me. Over and over, he thought he had destroyed me. But I'm still here. He said, of the Jews five times, received I 40 stripes, save one. That's 195 lashes with a whip, but I'm still here. Three times 
I was beaten with rods. To be beaten with rods, it's a Greek verb. It means, it's, it, it means to be hit with long, stiff sticks. Beating with rods was a Roman punishment. It was usually given to skilled people who were, they were skilled in inflicting pain. They were called lictors. That might be where we get the term to get a licking when you get beat. They would take a number of branches, not larger than the thumb. That's where the term rule of thumb comes from. They would tie these rods together and a Roman soldier would systematically beat them all over their body, starting with the bottom of their feet, going up their legs and up their back until they had been beaten from head to toe. He said three times they beat me from head to toe with rods, but I'm still here. One time I was stoned, but I'm still here. Three times I was shipwrecked, but I'm still here. I spent a night and a day swimming in the ocean after shipwreck, I'm still here. In journeys, often. In perils of water, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, and in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, and in perils among my false brethren, in weariness, in painful, in watching, in hunger, in thirst, in cold, in nakedness, but in all that, as much as the devil tried, I'm still here. I'm preaching to a group of people today that if the devil could have killed you, you'd already be gone, but you're still here. I'm preaching to people that you've been through ups and downs, tribulation and trial, but you're still here. I'm preaching to people that the devil thought he had you wrung out, broken, busted, and ruined. But here you are. I've come to tell you, if you're still here, it means God's got a plan for your life. Oh, I've come to tell somebody, you've not done too much, you've not gone too far, you've not been too bad, that God can't turn your life around. That's why you're still here. Glory, I feel like somebody ought to praise him. Somebody that understands that you didn't come this way by yourself, but it was the hand of God that kept you. Somebody ought to just slip your hand up in the air in the middle of your trial and let the devil know, I'm still here, devil. I've still got my praise. I may not have it all together, but I'm still waving my hand. Devil, you thought you had me busted, but I'm still here. You thought that the drug would take me out, but I'm still here. You thought that you had me down. You've discouraged me. You've beaten me up. You've messed my life up from time to time. But devil, I keep finding my way back to the house of God. And I'm still here. I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. I'm not going down. I'm still. Somebody say, devil, I'm still here. I wish somebody lift their voice above their trial and say, I'm in the house of God today. And I'm still a worshiper. I plead the blood over somebody that feels like they're beyond hope. I'm telling you, not beyond hope. Because you're still here. 
I think I'm preaching to people that the devil's tried to destroy your soul over and over again. Try as you might, devil. You worked overtime to break me. You've done everything you could to get me to quit. You've done everything you could to get me to throw in the towel. You did everything. You caused me to do stuff that I never would have done. And you thought that my shame was going to keep me out of the house of God. But devil, I've just showed up on Sunday morning to remind you that I'm still here. You haven't finished me yet. It's not over yet. The final chapter of my story hasn't been written yet. I'm still here. I've come to tell somebody your best days are in front of you. Surprise! I'm still alive. I'm preaching to people this morning that the devil's tried to destroy your life again and again and again. Can I tell somebody something? The devil understands the power of the church. That's why he wants to keep you out. Amen. This church isn't powerful because of us. It's powerful because God's here. Amen. And whenever Jesus shows up, all things are possible. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, there are people here that the devil took his best shot at them and tried his best to break them. But they found their way to an altar and they were refilled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And when the devil thought they were down, they got back up. And now they're the very people that are bringing more people. That's what the devil's afraid of. He knows that if you get delivered, that you're his worst nightmare. Can I preach to some of you folks that were in the altar a little bit ago? I don't know what all your life's been like. You may have been the worst sinner around or you may be the best person around. But that none of that matters because from this point forward, if you'll let God work in your life, the past doesn't matter anymore. The only thing that matters is that you're still here. Surprise, devil. I'm still alive. Hey. Hallelujah. Your life, your past may be stained. Your past may be dirty. Your past may be terrible. But your future has the Holy Ghost in it. And God wants to put your life together. I'm still here, devil. I wish somebody that thought they'd never feel God again would throw your head back and open your mouth and say, I'm still here. Some of you, while you were away from God, the devil convinced you there was no hope. On bar stools and in crack houses, he told you that you'll never get it back. While you were living in sin, he told you that you'd never deserve grace and you'd never make your way home. But here you are in the house of God this morning because God's got a greater design for your life than the devil had for your death. While the devil was planning your destruction, God was planning your deliverance. While the devil was was planning your brokenness, God was planning your healing. While While the devil was planning to destroy you, God was planning to pick you up, turn you around, and give you a future. I'm still here, devil. I'm not, I got scars, I've got wounds, but I'm still here. 
Hallelujah. There's some folks here. The devil took his best shot. He thought he had you. He thought you were going to give up. He thought you were going down. You were covered by the rubble of Satan's attack. Everyone else thought you were gone. Everyone else thought you were as good as dead. But listen, devil, surprise. I'm alive. I'm still holding on. I've got scars. I've got wounds. I've been hurt. I've endured pain, suffering, disappointment. But I'm still here. Don't count me out yet. I'm not perfect, but I'm still alive. I've been through some stuff, but I'm still alive. I've suffered some things, but I'm still here. I've been broken and hurt and wounded, but I'm still here. And I'm not about to give up. I'm not going to let the devil gloat over my dead spirit while i got a chance to let God fill me with Holy Ghost breathe into this place. Holy Ghost, breathe into this place right now. From the front to the back, Holy Ghost. I prayed it all morning long. I started this morning when I came over early. And I said, God, I prayed, Holy Ghost, breathe into this place. God, I'm asking you right now to move in the pews of this church building. God, let every place in this house be an altar for somebody to make their proclamation. I'm not dead yet. Uh, it might look hopeless, but I'm still here. Close your eyes all over this place. I felt like I just heard the devil whisper into somebody's mind. You've gone too far. The devil is a liar. I felt like somebody's lack of self-esteem and confidence made them say to themselves, I'm beyond hope. I'm going to tell you, the devil is a liar. I'm still here. Hmm. Once you reach over somebody close to you, just pray one for another. I'm trying, I'm trying to breathe faith into somebody right now that feels like it's such a mess there's no way it can work out I'm so dirty there's no way I can get right I've done so much there's no way I can be free my life's so broken there's no way I can have joy again I've been through so much I've done so much I've messed up so much that there's no way that preacher's preaching to me. Sir, I'm preaching exactly to you right now. I'm telling you the fact that you're here right now is the proof that God's hand is on you. Amen. You may not have come looking for a touch from God, but God brought you here looking to touch you. I'm still here. Stand with me today. I'm closing. The devil never could kill Paul. Finally, Paul got old enough he was ready to die. And he said in 2 Timothy 4, For I am now ready to be offered. It's not on your time clock, devil. You don't set my agenda. 
You're not in control of my life anymore. You don't get to decide anything in my life. I'm ready now. All those years you wanted to take me out, you couldn't. Now I'm ready. And the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Hallelujah. <laughs> Devil, I win. The only way to lose is to quit. Lord, I'm asking you, God. I pray for the gift of faith to move in this place right now. Oh, Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. I need my intercessors helping me pray right now. Oh, Lord Jesus, somebody's getting ready to have a new life. Look, you can be baptized in Jesus' name today, and all that stuff can be washed away. If you've already been baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, but you've let your life fall apart, you can march right down to this altar, and He'll forgive you for your sin if you'll last, and He'll baptize you fresh with the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm telling somebody that it's been a long time since you spoke in tongues under the power of the Holy Ghost. If you'll come and repent, God will rebaptize you with the Holy Ghost this morning. Somebody's going to get a brand new start. Somebody's going to get a fresh beginning. The devil's plans to destroy your family are going to fall apart. The enemy's plans to destroy your soul isn't going to make it. Surprise, I'm still alive. I wish somebody would help me pray right now. All over this place, I wish somebody would lift your hands to heaven. And say, devil, I'm not letting you get me. Somebody needs to get some fight in you right now. And say, I'm not letting you ruin me. I'm not letting you destroy my family. I'm not letting you destroy my soul. I might have made some mistakes, but I'm still here. And I'm getting up. And I'm, come on, there's mercy in this place today. There's grace in this place today. There's hope in this place today. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, it's here right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's altar time, y'all. Look, you ought to just make yourself come to the altar. If you think, oh, I don't know if he's talking to me, I'm telling you, I'm talking to you. Just come on down to the altar and lift your hands and let the Lord meet you here. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Today is a brand new day. Today is a brand new opportunity. Today's a brand new opportunity for an anointing from heaven to fall in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, it's time. There's victory here today. There's deliverance here today. There's peace here today. Hallelujah. There's new life here right now. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That's right. Go ahead. I plead the blood over somebody's family today. For joy, for peace, for help, for hope, for deliverance. That's right. Talk to the Lord right now.
Aren't you thankful you're still standing today? Come on, aren't you thankful you're still standing? You're still here? Doesn't matter what the devil did, you're still here? Doesn't matter that you fail a thousand times, you're still here? The righteous man falls seven times when he gets back up again. I want you to tell the devil, I'm up again. I'm up again. And I'm living in the right
shout, I'm still here. Shout, I'm still here. The devil tried, but I'm still here. Come on, why don't you shout it right now? Say, the devil tried, but I'm still here. I want you to say it like you mean it today. The devil tried, but I'm still here. I feel the Holy Ghost on that right now. Somebody say, the devil tried, but I'm still here. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Woo. Aren't you thankful you're still here? The fact that you're here today means it ain't over. You can tell the devil, I ain't through yet. I ain't done yet. I'm still here. He beat me up. He threw me down, but God picked me up and turned me around. I'm still here. Ah, I'm still here. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You are needing a breakthrough today. If you need your sins washed away today, Today's the day to get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And all your sins will be washed away. And you'll be clean and pure and holy before the Lord. Today is the day. Now I'd ask you today, if you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, not the titles of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost being called over you, but the name of Jesus. For the Bible says, neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none in the name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Amen. If you've never been baptized in that name, today is that day. I need your attention just for a moment. Just for a moment. Today at 2 o'clock is a funeral for Sister Barbara Lemons. Um, Remember that today. Come and support the Lemons family today as we mourn the loss of the dear loved one. And also remember immediately after church as soon as I dismissed we've got two meetings if you're part of the men's trip be in the prayer room if you want to be a life group leader you're interested you're thinking about it you thought about it maybe you're thinking about it today or you currently are we have a life group meeting immediately after service in the discipleship room can we pray one more time lift our hands all over the room let's pray thank you God for your word thank you for speaking to us Thank you, God, that we're still here, that we're still standing, Lord. God, I pray that people come out of here victorious with a high hand, oh God, that they are, they are living in the light now and they're no longer bound. In the name of Jesus, set your word in our hearts and help us to come back tonight on fire and ready for a move of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be dismissed. Remember the meetings right now, right now, the meetings.